0: Hey guys, this is Katie, and I'm Brittany, and um, if you're here, you're probably here for one of the first of, I don't know how many, there will be many episodes of the Grindhouse Girls podcast. Um, basically, uh, we had a message on our newest episode of Parasite, which should go out at the same time that this video is going out, or I'm sorry, recording, because we're not doing a video because neither one of us was camera ready for a video today um basically when we recorded the episode for parasite we were back in early may and everything that is going on in the united states was not going on and we had no idea it would be going on so because of that we wanted to let people know we're not tone deaf basically and we understand what's going on we understand that's very important and it's very upsetting for a lot of people. Um, and I, I wasn't sure if we should post an episode. But in times of crisis, when you're in the thick of it, I do think that sometimes you need a respite from all the chaos. And maybe you need to take a step back for an hour or two and then get back into the chaos. Maybe you just need to turn your brain off for a second. Um, so we're going to provide that this week and we will not be offended if you don't want to listen to the episode this week. It's totally fine. It's not that important. What's more important is that people need to be treated justly. And we also felt that having a platform, even a small platform like we have and not using it for good is a waste. Like why have a platform if you're not going to use it for good, right? I'm sure a lot of people that listen to us probably know us personally at this point because, Uh, we don't have a wide scope of listeners yet. Um, but if you don't, you probably don't know us personally and us just staying silent probably means you're thinking the worst of us. And we just want to let people know where we stand and to be honest with people and as transparent as possible. Um, personally, I'm appalled by what happened to George Floyd. I watched the video. And I don't think anybody can argue that what happened to Mr. Floyd was anything other than unlawful murder. It was awful and horrendous and completely avoidable, which is the worst kind of a crime is when you see something that could be avoidable and no one did anything to stop it. Brittany, I'm sure you saw the video, too.
1: i can't i can't can't watch it um i mean i've seen clips um but besides the fact that i i personally just watching someone be killed in real time is not something i can handle knowing that he was someone's child is not something i can think of i can't even fathom the pain I mean, not only the death of a human being, but the pain of his mother knowing that that video is circulating and people yeah. are watching it over and over again. I just cannot imagine. At it's all. not fun.
0: I'm not. I don't think anyone who can't. I. I felt like I had to watch it. I feel like if you can handle the truth, you should know it, because sometimes things get candy coated in our world, and you know. I have people in my life who, like, they believe that him dying was very wrong. But until you see the proof of what happened, people want to rationalize it because they don't want to believe that Mr. Was it Chauvin, Mr. Chauvin, really could be such a jerk and such a terrible human being that he would kneel on someone's neck for nine minutes long. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like watching a lot of true, like, violent things. But I just need to know, like, why didn't they do anything? What happened? I need to know. All the articles I've read pretty much have it correctly. There was every opportunity to stop what was happening. And that's why I do think the other police officers. Oh, that's weird timing. There's a siren in my neighborhood. Great. Um, I do think the other officers either are about to get charged or have been arrested. But. When we first started talking about this earlier today, nobody else had been arrested other than the offending officer, which was ridiculous because there's one to two other officers in the videos and people clearly ask them nicely, can you please take his pulse? Can you please let him go? And they just don't do anything. So I it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous to me that you would ever think that that is okay that is not an okay way to arrest somebody especially for a nonviolent crime and I don't know what's in Mr. Chauvin's heart I hate I don't like jumping to conclusions about people's like what their motivations are but something like that is very clear what your motivation is you were out to harm this individual and Possibly murder them. I don't know if that was the intent, and I think that's something that's very hard to prove, which is why they're going with third degree and not. I I see it as second degree murder. Yeah, I really do. But yeah, I the DA wants to get a conviction, and so they're going to do the thing that they have the most evidence for, and the evidence for sure shows third degree. And sometimes, if you go for second degree or first degree, you can lose. It does not seem lawful to me. This seems like. Just a complete mis- misjudgment of character from the police department. I don't understand why this individual was still there because he had been complained about a lot for years. Yeah. But, anyways, I just, the whole thing makes me really sad. And I get why people are upset. There's been this turmoil of racial injustice bubbling under the surface of everything. And I mean, I grew up, if you don't know me, I grew up in Alabama, the school I grew up in was like one of the first integrated schools in our state. And it was like, voluntarily integrated, like everybody wanted to integrate. So like, I was lucky to grow up with people from different backgrounds and cultures at a very young age. And I wasn't really taught that people were different people. I mean, that people were unequal, people are different, but people are all equal. And because of that, I, you know, I'm naive sometimes and I just assume that everybody feels that way. And it wasn't really until I moved further South that I understood that people do not always think that way. And I think I told this story, but I'm pretty sure I might've edited it out. But like just last year I was at a restaurant and everybody except for me and my boyfriend were black and we were very obviously not the people that the party was for. We were sitting all the way at the end of the table with the friends because we weren't family and we weren't the people of honor. And the waiters, like, had made everybody wait for an hour to set up for this party. And until we walked in, they didn't let them do anything. Like, we walked in when the party was supposed to start and they were all of a sudden, like, I said something and they were like, oh, okay. And I, I went to think that it was just a coincidence. And then, like, they kept bringing us drinks first and food first. And doing everything, us first. And it was so disgusting. And in the midst of it, I want to think, oh, there's no way this person is actually being racist in public, at a restaurant, in the service industry. I really, like, was like, it must just be a coincidence of what I ordered. But by the time I left, I was just like, I don't know what I should have, should I have, like, like said something. I don't know like it's when you're in the midst of it you just want to believe it's not true. So I've witnessed some prejudice that I was really uncomfortable about, but that doesn't mean I understand what's going on. So while I understand why people are angry, I understand why people are protesting, and I do support people peacefully protesting completely 100%. We are all Americans. We have a right to assemble. As long as you're doing it within the law, there's no way you should not be able to protest. Um I completely agree with that. But, you know, naively, I always want people to come together and sing kumbaya or whatever. And I know that's not a reality. But in my perfect world, people would not be racist in the first place. Um, so I do understand where people are coming from. But I I, I don't, I'm never going to understand what it's like to actually be judged by my skin color. Not by authority figures. You, You can't say that you know what it's like. For a police officer just to assume that you're a violent criminal because of your skin color. And I don't think it's just police officers. And I don't think it's all police officers. I I know a lot of police officers personally who work in a southern city that are not racist. And are very good. And really work for justice. But unfortunately that's not everybody. And I did not come up with this phrase. I read in a Facebook post. But there are some jobs that there's just not room for bad apples and the police force is one of them. So I hope everyone's doing okay. I'm sorry, Brittany. I rambled.
1: No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I think you cut, you touched on a few things that, um, that I too would have touched on. Um, but yeah, I kind of felt like I was scared to say anything because, you know, being a white woman married to a white man, um I couldn't really understand the struggle and so but at the same time I realized if I didn't say anything even having the small platform we do uh, silence is worse than probably not saying anything at all so I mean if I say the wrong thing I would like someone to you know tell me like you know I understand why you're saying this but you know please let me educate you on why this is upsetting that you said this um
0: yeah, and me too, if I'm saying something, please let us know. Because the only way we're going to change is if people talk about it and explain to people why something isn't right.
1: Yeah, and that's where, um, you know, I think you touched a little bit on kind of living in the South. Um, I feel like it should go out saying that racism is inherently wrong. Um, I don't believe we are born with the ability to hate. However, I think there are people who are taught hate by their families or society to do just that. I don't
0: I don't know any little baby that sees another baby who looks different from them and inherently hates them. No. You know, that's something that's taught and ingrained in your brain. And unfortunately, if you are taught that as a child, you have to work really hard to get that out of your system.
1: Yeah. It's hard because it's go. hard. It's hard to also you probably know this because I run into this a lot. Um, it's hard to try to to correct people on being casually racist. Yeah. A lot of people are very casually racist and they don't they don't realize it because they don't see harm in it and they're just like, Oh, well, I have a black friend, so that's why I can say that. No, just because yeah. you have a black friend does not mean you can say that. And I may seems- like, Yeah. Or just, you know, um, and I feel like it's our job to to call people out on that and it's hard. I remember the very first time um, I posted a Black Lives Matter status. And I say Black Lives Matter because right now, I mean, when someone says all lives matter, well, no shit, Sherlock. Of course all lives matter. We're right. focusing on the Black Lives right now because the Black Lives are the ones we have to. I'm sure you see the analogy of Jesus and the sheep a lot where you can have a hundred oh, sheep yeah. caring about the one in danger. I was like. The reason people are saying that is because
0: everybody should matter. Everybody should be equal and everyone should be treated equally. And yeah.
1: unfortunately, they're not right now. They're not. And I had I had posted a status like that a couple of years ago. Um, and one of my very good friend's moms actually private messaged me on Facebook. And she just let me have it. Because um, she saw it as... I guess that I was against white people. And I mean, that's the thing. It kind of sucks trying to create this dialogue because you find find out a lot about your friends and family um, that you wish you kind of didn't know. But at the same time, I imagine creating that dialogue is no harder than actually living as a person of color in America. And so, yeah, it sucks to find out that maybe a family member is racist or someone you really looked up to. Has certain views, but it's still yeah. more important to have those conversations than to not say anything at all. Because yeah, you I mean, know, oh, go ahead, finish
0: your thought. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no, you're good. Um, it's better to have those tough conversations and you know be disappointed um, in people than rather than not saying anything at all because you know the thing is is that. People, color, shouldn't always have to fight their fights. If we're true allies, then we have to speak up for them as well and be in their fight with them. Now more than ever, people need to expand
0: their minds just a little bit more. And I do do think there should be some patience for people trying to change because unfortunately, racism has been in the world forever. Maybe not forever, but for hundreds if not thousands of years. And... When you're fighting that, it's going to take a long time to change hearts. And you have to change hearts before you change minds. Maybe they aren't going to change their heart right now. But maybe in a little while they will. So I think you should talk about it with people that you feel differently about. Which is why I do, I don't like the way, I'm not a confrontational person, okay? I don't think Brittany is either. We're not confrontational people. We just like to please everybody and make everybody happy and we've both always kind of been that person. Yeah. I don't know. I get I I struggle with finding the right way to say things. And again, if I'm saying things wrong, please correct me cuz I don't I don't know. And and this is not we're I'm not trying to say like this is what everyone should think and blah, blah blah blah. I could be wrong. But this is what I believe and we mostly just want to say it because we do support people that are fighting racism, you know. If you don't feel comfortable because we still are in a global pandemic actually physically going out and protesting but you feel like you need to say something there are a lot of organizations i know there's a george floyd memorial fund there's a fund to help bail out people who have been jailed and um there's a couple other funds that are good if you feel like you want to donate some money i know maybe not everybody has money but if you don't have money then just you know say something on your social media that's a peaceful protest in itself and that's sometimes the best way to get into somebody's brain is just to i don't know you catch more flies with honey than vinegar i guess is what i have always thought and i don't know if that's gonna work but
1: yeah and i am i wanted to say something while i was thinking about it and because i mentioned my good friend's mom um I did want to say that, of course, like my friends are not their parents. Um, and I feel like most of us have to have that hard dialogue with their with their parents um, because parents have grown up in a different time than we have. Um, what I like to think in the optimistic sense, and I'm sure you agree with me, Katie, is that I like to think that eventually we're building ourselves to a more loving and opening world. Um, <laughs> but we do have a lot of hurdles, a lot of hurdles to jump over before that happens.
0: Um, I do want to say, if you're out there, if you're protesting, if you do feel comfortable going out in the physical world, please be safe. Please wear a mask. Try to stay six feet apart if you can and try to be as lawful as you can so you have no excuse to be arrested. Because I don't want anyone... I mean, I know you can't help it in some cases, but... Hopefully, like, I know, I don't know if you saw the video out of Atlanta where everyone's been fired. I was watching a press conference about it right before we started talking. But where that couple was, like, dragged out of their car and tased. Oh,
1: my
0: God. They were, I mean, they're they're okay, I think. Because they were at the press conference. I didn't get to hear them talk yet. But they were at the press conference. So, I think they're okay. But they were, like, the cops told them to go. So, they started driving. And then they started knocking on their windows and broke their window and drug them out and tased them and then arrested them.
1: But it, I don't
0: I don't know what happened before that, but I do the guy, the I, I think I didn't really get all the information because I was watching it just I saw it because I'd seen the video and I was wondering why did they do that? Is there a reason? And it seems like the cops told them to drive away from the scene of the protest and then changed their minds and decided to tase them, which is just not okay you know, they were following the rules and then they decided to change their mind. Like that's like it's not okay. And they did yeah. get all the all the officers were fired. Oh my god. I think there were four of them involved. So you know, I'm I'm hoping the mob mentality can settle a little because it's it's on both sides. Like there and I'm not saying not protesters. There are people who are taking advantage of the situation. And I hate that because I think we were, I think everybody in the United States was behind everybody protesting. At least 95% of the people in the United States were behind all the peaceful protests. I mean, when the Ahmad Arbery thing came out, people were protesting. And when he finally, they arrested everybody finally, finally, after like three, four months, something crazy like that. Um, I guess it was two months because it was in February, but a long time. You know, I think everyone was behind that. And I don't think anybody who is sane, can argue that the George Floyd death wasn't murder and that everyone should be charged in this case. But then there's people that don't really care about the movement and just decide to ruin it. I, I, I don't think I can understand why people are angry and that's not what I'm saying, but I, there are people outside of people that just want to protest that are taking advantage of the situation and they don't really care about the movement. They just want to see the world burn. And I, I hope that can stop because that's I mean and then you've got police brutality where either they're retaliating or in some cases they're just like the people that got tased in Atlanta they're just I don't even understand that I don't understand how you can just go after people like that but I wish everyone would just be like more peaceful because everyone has the right to assembly in the United States we all have the right to protest if you disagree with something you should go vote and you should you know peacefully protest that's your' right as an American, and that's the only way things change is if we all participate and if we don't all participate, things will never change and yeah. if you disagree with us, that is your right to disagree with us. Um, but I think if you're a good person and your heart is good, which I believe most people inherently are good, I think you can agree that racism is wrong, yeah and there's no no tolerance for it. There's no reason to be a racist asshole or to kneel on someone's neck for nine minutes. Yeah. And I just hope everything goes through court. And everyone is prosecuted within the fullest extent of the law. And I do hope this can start a dialogue where we can all talk about it. And again, if Brittany and I are misinformed or anything like that, and you want to let us know, please do like, yeah, I would love to hear why. I I mean, it's fine. And I understand if you don't want to hear two white ladies talk about race and injustice. That's fine. Because, again, we both know that we're not going to understand that. But we also know that people don't know us from day one just by listening to the podcast. Like, we've touched on some stuff, but I don't know if it comes across sometimes. And yeah. I just I would hate for people to think that us not saying anything was us supporting, not supporting what's going on. So I don't know, it's a hard it's a hard thing to say, but all we can do is be honest. And again, please correct us if we are wrong, cause that's the only way we'll learn.
1: Yeah, our DMs are always open. Uh, so you can always message us on Instagram um, or you can always email us. Our email is contact us at grindhousegirlspod.com.
0: Um, yeah, please let us know. And let us know if there is a business you want us to shout out, um, especially like local businesses, local black owned businesses, or if there's a charity that you want us to spread the news to. I can't guarantee we'll say all of them, but, you know, if you let us know, we'll try to put the word out. And if there's a movie you want us to watch, so there might be a really great movie out there that has some amazing and talented black artists that we don't know about. Please let us know. Because yeah. we would love to cover it. And, uh, you know, let us know. I don't know. But I do hope everyone's being safe out there. Go ahead, Brittany, if you want to say anything.
1: No, I, um, I think you hit a lot of the closing remarks were on the head. I was just going to tell everyone to stay safe. And, you know, um, yeah. Um, take care of each other. Love one another. Love one another. Be
0: careful. Basically... I always fall back on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when I want to quote something about equality because he's a very good person to quote. He had a lot of very good insights. And somebody shared on Instagram there's a quote that's like you can only fight darkness with light and love and hate with love. So just love one another, be safe out there. You know, and if if you're out and about and you know, it's really hot out there, I think. One thing people don't think about if they're protesting, bring lots of water and medical supplies just in case something crazy happens because it's getting really hot out there. It's summer. And just be careful because, you know, try not to get too close to people if you can't, if you don't have to. And just, I don't know, just be safe out there. Be careful. I'm, just, I'm praying for everybody right now. I just hope everyone's okay. Um, and if you need anything, let us know. And if you have any words of wisdom for us, let us know basically if you're out there we're listening and we know that we can never understand but we aim to at least empathize with what's going on and if you need anything from us let us know
1: yeah stay safe guys we love you very much
0: love you stay safe
1: bye